You're listening to A1R Psychic Radio, Earth's number one psychic radio network, and watching Moonstruck TV and Lightning Television. Welcome. Time for Amanda Hall Psychic with Amanda Hall. Live from amandahallpsychic.com.au. Connect direct. In North America, dial 888-454-2751. In London, 203519-2158. In Sydney, dial 02-8488-3147. Or online, contact us through our Facebook page, facebook.com slash psychic radio. Or one of our websites, askoneradio.com or moonstruck.tv. This is a Amanda Hall site on A1R, the Ask One Radio Network. Welcome to A1R Psychic Radio here on Moonstruck TV with Amanda Hall Psychic all the way from the Gold Coast. It's been a very, very interesting week around the world. I mean, we're still seeing the aftermath of that terrible earthquake in Tuklai in, and, and Syria. And, and your heart just goes out to those families that have lost loved ones, that are still searching for their, their loved ones, their family, their friends. You just can't begin to imagine the tragedy and what they're going to be facing, not just now, but for many, many years to come as they try and rebuild their communities and rebuild their lives. And you just can't fathom how Mother Nature can be so cruel. And I don't know that it's necessarily a, a definite blow from Mother Nature in as much as trying to cause this much grief and loss and sadness for people. It's just the way that things are. It's, it, it's sort of a sign of the times that we're not heeding her warning and the weather events are becoming more and more intense and creating things like tsunamis and earthquakes and things like that that aren't man-made, things that we don't seem to be able to control, but yet we don't seem to be learning the lessons. And then we move on to the other side of the world where we've got New Zealand that's still reeling and trying to come to terms with Cyclone Gabrielle that went through there only seven days ago. And they're still in great turmoil there. You know, people are still missing. People can't find family members, haven't got running water, electricity, the basic things that we take in life for granted. And, you know, I'm sure there's many, many other parts of the world that are experiencing severe weather events as well, and too many of them to mention here. But just know that we keep all these people in our prayers, in our thoughts, in our hopes, and our wishes for them to have a, a better life that you know maybe that there can be some breakthroughs that can put some little smile on their face that you know there is slightly some good news coming towards them as they try and rebuild their lives so this week we've got a, a tarot card of the week that I'm not going to show it on screen just yet until I talk about it. In all my years of teaching, which has been extensive over many, many decades, this is the one card that seemed to always put people go, oh, no, not that one, you know, on when they saw that come up on a reading. Now, I want to be very, very clear in in under no circumstances does this card mean what it says on the words that are on the card it means something well it means not that it's the death card now the death card under no circumstances means death of person it means a death of a situation or endings and new beginnings so it's a card of complete change it's it's actually a very positive card if you see this card coming out in a reading what it means is what you've been going through what you've been trying to achieve what you've been trying to bring to a conclusion is now coming to an end and it's something that you've worked on for probably a very very long time it's taken a lot of effort a lot of struggle and now finally you can see the end 
the light at the end of the tunnel, that the situation is coming to a close, it is coming to an end, and following that will be new beginnings. So if we think of death, you know, as being a transformative sort of time or a time of endings in our lives so that we can create new opportunities, something new will follow. We don't always have pleasant endings or changes in our lives. And sometimes we're forced into these that we weren't or we didn't feel that we were ready for, but the universe has decided for one reason or another that it's time for change and it is time for things to move differently in our lives. So don't look at this card as a negative. If it comes out in a reading for you, look at it as a very powerful card of transformation that the winds of change are blowing through your life and how exciting is this that we've got some new beginnings to follow and we've got maybe some new paths to tread. I actually always feel quite excited when I see this card come out because I feel new beauty, things that have been holding me back, things that I've been trying to bring to a conclusion are now finally coming to a conclusion. They're finally coming to an end and I can create some new opportunities, some new beginnings and move forward again in my life and that's absolutely how you should look at this card. Now we're going to move on to the astrology section and each week my inbox is fairly full with people sort of saying how they really enjoy this. It helps them sort of understand why they might be feeling a certain way or how to sort of take the next step in their lives and they find it very enlightening. So we're going to continue on with this. So at the moment we've got the sun in Pisces. Now a lot of people sort of say to me, oh Pisces people are like two fish chasing their tail, can never get it, their act together. Well nothing could be further from the truth. Some of the most talented creative people ever born are born under the sign of Pisces. Now Pisces might be the 12th sign of the zodiac, it might be affectionately known in astrology terms as the dustbin cycle. I don't like to refer to it as that. I look at the Pisces energy as being very, very powerful. I look at it as being the sign that can encompass the previous 11 signs that's gone before it. It's like it can take a little bit of good and a little bit of bad and a little bit of in between out of every other sign and bring it in here and utilize that if it needs to. It has the opportunity then to sort of tap into that potential of so much wisdom and so many other powers from the previous 11 signs. So to me, it makes it very powerful. So when I see the sun in Pisces, I always smile because I think it's a very creative, very positive time of the year where things can get done and they don't necessarily have to be bombastic or showy. They can be done very subtly and sort of gently and people sort of don't sort of balk much at the change because it's done in a sort of gentle compassionate sort of manner. So, you know, enjoy this time because, you know, it won't be long and then we'll be back into the full thrust of, you know, full steam ahead and everything's, you know, going at a, a tornado pace. So let's just enjoy this little bit of a gentle time where we can accomplish a lot. We have Neptune, the planet of illusion or delusion or creativity at the moment is currently holding hands with the moon. Now this is applicable for all the 12 signs. The next 24 to 48 hours you may have some emotions that are going to go sort of all over the shop. One minute you're positive, the next minute you feel like you're negative, you're nothing, the world's coming to an end and then the next minute it's like oh wow I've just had that aha moment. So just work with the emotions, don't get too bogged down in them. It may be a very creative time for people that are very creative, particularly for songwriters or scriptwriters, they'll find that the words just absolutely flow. For painters the same sort of thing, it might be a time when they're going to do a 
a very long haul at the easel where they just can't stop because everything's sort of flowing and they forget to stop to eat. And that's okay because these flashes of genius don't happen very often. So we do have to take advantage of them when they do. But the rest of us mere mortals that aren't in any way that sort of creative with a paintbrush or words or can write songs, we might just feel that we, you know, find ourselves being a little bit daydreamy that we're stopping and sort of, you know, smelling the roses a little bit more or stopping and listening to that song that's on the radio or putting more music on our turntable and sort of avoiding going to work or doing the chores that we need to do. We'll just have one more song. And I think that's good for our soul. I think sometimes if we play hooky a little bit like that and allow ourselves that little bit of indulgence quite often some of our greatest light bulb moments happen then because we've you know sort of taken our eyes off the focus of what we should be doing and we're stilling our mind a little bit almost like a mini meditation and we're allowing our mind to sort of share with us other things that maybe couldn't come in because our mind is too cluttered and too focused on the things at hand we have venus has just entered the sign of aries now Venus is the planet of love and affection. And I often hear people say, oh, you know, I'm looking for romance. I'm looking for love. I don't know where to look for it. I think the, the secret there is stop looking, you know, allow love to find you. I think sometimes we make it sort of like a major marathon that we've got to go out there and find a partner and do this and do that. And we've all got to be married or in a relationship or have a connection or whatever, instead of just letting nature take its course and allowing love to find us, we sort of make it like a, a life mission. So with Venus in Aries, what this means for all the 12 signs is if you are seeking love, yes, it's not a bad time to be sort of, you know, keeping your eyes and your ears open and being opening your heart up to new love. But if you, somebody new was to walk into your life now, they might be very independent. They might seem to be sort of almost a little bit standoffish, not really wanting a relationship saying, yes, I'm happy to go out with you. I'm happy to sort of spend time with you, but don't think past that point because I'm certainly not ready to settle down. I'm certainly not ready for a relationship. And, you know, I can hear you sort of saying to yourself, oh, well, what's the point? Why would I bother? You know, I'm really attracted to you. Why would I do that and break my heart? Sometimes we need to just follow our heart and keep going with something like this because many times when people say I'm not ready for a relationship or I don't want one or my life's too busy or whatever they just are, are vibrating off fear or sort of telling themselves they're not ready because they decided that they weren't going to be ready and, and sometimes love sort of sneaks in underneath doesn't it and sort of changes the whole perspective so don't look at things in a negative look at things in a positive and just enjoy what's being offered to you at the moment and you know the other way of looking at Venus is that Venus is the things that we love to do. So this might just very well be the time if you don't have that someone special in your life or you do, and you wanna go and pursue something that really puts a smile on your dial, now's the perfect time to do it. And quite often people find that they take up new hobbies under this sort of energy of Venus in Aries because they're allowing themselves to be a tiny little bit selfish and sort of do something that really pleases them and there's certainly nothing wrong with that because if you're happy in yourself then you radiate happiness around you so that's an important thing to remember too sometimes we need to just do some little thing for ourselves we also have jupiter the planet of luck and expansion and opportunity is holding hands chiron which is one of the arabian parts which is where we look for things that need to be healed in the chart 
Now, this is specifically for Aries, and it's something that they've been working on for some time. Many Aries are making changes in their lives. Some people are looking to go in a new direction. They're certainly looking to heal old wounds, and things that have been holding them back were emotional issues that they haven't had time previously to work through or deal with or family situations. They're now finding that this is becoming an urgent priority. They can't seem to get anything else done because this keeps cropping up in their minds. And that's a good thing. It also flows on to the other two fire signs, Leo and Sagittarius, not quite to the same degree, but it's asking them to just sort of have a little check around to make sure that everything in their emotional life has been sort of sorted through. There's nothing there that's causing them any physical restriction or causing them aches and pains or ailments or illnesses. Sometimes illnesses are just the fact that we have blocked emotions in our body and it's our body's way of saying, hey, hang on a minute, you haven't dealt with this yet. So look at it on a very holistic approach. Don't just look at one size fits all because there is no one size that fits all. And I'm certainly not an advocate of not going to see a medical practitioner if you are not feeling well or you have a lump or a pain or a whatever. Don't just sort of say, oh, that's a blockage on an emotional level. You should always seek medical advice as well. That's, you know, the holistic approach is the whole approach not just one side of the, uh, the spectrum. We need to look at it in the whole, and that means medical attention as well as dealing with our emotions. We have Mercury, the planet of communication, is sitting in Aquarius at the moment. Now, Mercury in Aquarius, to me, always gives me the feeling of the fact that we can have some breakthrough moments. We can have some of those light bulb moments. We can have some different ways of looking at things, new thinking, new ways to approach things, maybe new ways to communicate. Maybe we found the right golden words to sort of unlock a really major problem. Now, why am I getting so excited about Mercury being in Aquarius here? Because of the aspect that it's making, which is called a trine, which is a nice aspect, and it's making a nice aspect to Mars in Gemini. Now, Mars is considered the planet of action. It's also considered the planet of war. And with it being in Gemini here, now Gemini is sort of dealing with local issues. It's asking us to be more flexible. It's asking us to think outside the square, to look at things in a much bigger picture. Now, just you can call me a supreme optimist. You can call me somebody that is maybe looking at this in the wrong way. But when I first saw this aspect just prior to the show, when I was getting ready for the show, I saw this and I thought, oh, is this the breakthrough that we've been waiting for with Russia and Ukraine. And bearing in mind that we know that President Biden has just been to Ukraine for a surprise visit in the last 48 hours. And I know a lot of people thought saw that as a good sign and, and then other people didn't see it as such a good sign. It depends on, I suppose, how you view things. And then the president of Russia has come out this morning with a completely different take on the whole situation and is abandoning agreements that he had on nuclear things with the USA. Now, that might seem as a negative, but the thing is, we've got to look at everything in a whole. In the whole of the of what's going on at the moment, we are seeing some breakthroughs. We are seeing things being handled in a different way. We are seeing people thinking outside the square, approaching this situation very differently. I'm not going to say that I think Russia's right. I don't at all. I think that they're a big bad bully and should take their, their war tools and go home and leave the poor Ukraine people to get on with their lives and start to rebuild their lives. It, you know, it threatens not just Ukraine, it threatens the rest of the world's world's peace. And nobody has a right to invade another country. You know, we're supposed to be in a civilised stage 
of the world's evolution and here we are behaving like toddlers in a sand pit so you know let's hope fingers crossed that out of this there might come some even bigger breakthroughs with what's going on astrologically at the moment we can always live in hope now finally we still have saturn the planet of discipline is sitting in aquarius now this will bring some some solidity to what i've just been talking about previously with mercury and mars this brings a stabilization this brings people that were maybe not paying too much attention to what's been going on before all of a sudden sitting up and taking a little bit more notice and saying okay maybe there's it's time now that we need to act maybe we we can now sort of put our hand forward or put our hand up to contribute more in this situation and help ukraine get on top of this situation before it escalates out of control Control. It's been 12 months. It's not going anywhere in a hurry. So maybe we need to ramp up our contribution to Ukraine in the, in the under the umbrella of world peace. So let's just you know stay tuned, be positive. Let's just hope by some miracle that President of Russia decides that he's he's had enough of this game and he wants to get his war tools and toys and go home, and everybody can live happily ever after. We can always hope. So we're going to move on now in the show and we're going to take our first call which is valentina in fairfax in virginia are you there valentina hi yes i'm here what a beautiful name thank you do you have a question i can answer for you sweetie sure um my question is um i'm struggling a little bit about finding my purpose in life or choosing a career path Okay, look, that's a, a very valid question to sort of ask, Valentina, and it's one that I think most of us struggle with at least once or twice in our lives because, you know, we go through life in different cycles and we have different things that we want to achieve and we have different dreams when we're in high school to when we sort of go on to college or we go on to our first job or whatever, and those things change over time and they evolve. And, you know, it's not uncommon for people to have a couple of times in their life where they wake up and say, who am I? Where am I going? What am I doing? Doing? what is my purpose and it's like you know sometimes it's not an answer that can be answered quickly because it's it's got many layers to it and sometimes we're ahead of where we need to be for the next round of changes that are going to come into our life the first thing that they were sharing with me psychically for you Valentina was the fact that you are at definitely at a crossroads but I'm also going to say to you that this time of not knowing is actually very valuable it's allowing you to sort of tidy up loose ends to sort of look around your life and say oh that needs finishing I, I don't really want that anymore it's like a real clear out sort of time and a tidy up time and sort of getting you ready for the next thing i don't know that you've necessarily even seriously looked at yet the next direction of your life and i'm not saying that you're not trying to find answers i'm just saying i don't think the right answers have been put into your mind yet they're showing me and you're going to sort of say gee i don't want to wait that long but they're showing me the month of august as being the real turning point for you this year and i know we're only in february and that sounds like an eternity away but if you look at it and sort of say to yourself okay i'm going to allow myself this time to say i don't know that I'm open to suggestions, I'm open to ideas, I'll look at everything, I'll give everything a fair hearing, and I'll either say yes or no or maybe to it. And by doing that, I think you'll start to sort of see a pattern emerging that how much stronger that you're becoming, 
what it is that maybe you want to sort of start embarking on. They never show me a direct career path because that still has to be our choice, Valentina. But what they are showing me is you're going to be working with people. It's going to be something that I think that you never thought that you would do or never entered your mind as being, oh, gee, I want to do that. It's going to be something that's going to slowly come towards you. Did you go through a relationship breakup or a major turning point as far as people that you trusted in your life last year? Um, you can't say I have or not that I can think of. Yeah, but was it just the fact that you started to look at people in your inner circle and worked out who you could trust or who you wanted to invest time in and there were some that sort of fell by the wayside that you sort of looked at that and thought, that's not for me anymore? Yes. Yeah, because they were showing me somewhere between, again, I'm going to come back to August, but it was like between August and November last year, it was like I really put everybody under the microscope and decided who was best to go with me on the journey moving forward. And that was a really important part of this process. And sometimes processes aren't sorted out in a month or six weeks. Sometimes they can take, you know, a couple of years before we get from the beginning point to where we're sort of comfortable that we say that we're on our path. But I know that you will be guided. There's also going to be some very strong dreams that you're going to have. And I'm going to suggest to you, even if they don't make any sense, write them down, write down as much detail as you can, even if it's obscure, because in that will be part of the answers that are coming towards you. You also used to be, in my opinion, a very sensitive person. You you took on everybody else's problems as if they were your own. And that was something that you had to work consciously on not doing, not being like a sponge and absorbing everything else. Are you aware of that? Are you, do you feel you've got that in some sort of control now? Uh, yeah, I've been actually working on on that. Yeah, good. See, these are all part of the things that are getting you ready for the change. I just know you're going to be working with people. You're going to be very fulfilled. And they're showing me a beautiful big pink heart, which usually means that you're surrounded by love. So that's where we've got to leave Valentina at the moment. We're going to be working now with Clayton in Doncaster in South Yorkshire. Are you there, Clayton? Hello. Yes, I am. Do you have a question I can work with for you, sweetie? Um, yeah, um, I've recently just um applied for a house and i was wondering if i'm going to get that one okay so is this a house to rent or um it's in a it's in a part of a competition okay all right there still seems to be what i'm going to say a couple of things that you've got to answer or submit they they're not saying no they're just asking for more information and it's like once that information is sort of sent in or handed in or, you know, your phone in or whatever way that you place this communication, then I think it's only about three or four days after that that you get the answer that it's definitely yes. Would there be a slight delay with you being approved for this and being able to move in? Would there be a couple of week gap between the answer and you actually physically moving in, Clayton? Um, not that I'm aware of, no. I don't, well, that's what they were showing me. It was sort of like if, you know, they, they, they approved it, say, this Friday, it was still two weeks before you sort of actually moved in. So I wondered whether or not there was a reason for that or whether it's just you you won't be physically ready to move in straight away. All right, yeah, um, the competition hasn't ended yet. Oh, okay, all right. So it's a competition. 
Interesting. Oh, well, that's probably why you've got more submissions to make then. Is that how that works? Yeah. Okay. So with this, will there be other changes in your life surrounding this? Will there be a change of job or change of friendships with this as well? Yeah, um, it'd be a, a totally brand new area. Right. Okay. Because I was seeing sort of, you know, like total changes coming up around you, like change of job, change of friends, change of everything that seems familiar to you. Well, that makes sense with it. This has been something that I felt you struggled with before you entered it. You, you weren't sure whether or not this was for you. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's good because it means you didn't go into it blindly you know you you looked at it from every angle so i don't see that as being a negative it's interesting because i i feel a lot of your family and friends around you sort of looked at you as if you were crazy going on this journey yeah um, me i'm very spiritual myself and a lot of people um i know are not really they're kind of, they're kind of skeptical yeah, but that's that's okay. That's their opinion. But, you know, they're not living your life. So, you know, you, you've followed your heart. You've done what felt right for you. And win, lose or draw, it's still the right thing to have gone in this competition, you know, because it was right for you. You didn't go into it blindly. You gave it a lot of thought. You looked at it from every angle and you kept coming back to this is the right thing for me to do. So I can't see it as being wrong in any way. It's just a everybody has a different opinion and I mean you know what they think's right for you necessarily isn't right for you they're not walking in your shoes living your life they keep showing me um sadness over something that I lost now was that a relationship or was it a death I'm talking about 18 months ago here Clayton yeah um, was there something it was, it was probably a friendship that was meant a lot to me Right, because to me it was like I'm I'm still not quite over that yet. You know what I mean? There's still days there where I struggle with it, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know that you've got all the answers to that. I want to sort of say, I'll put this. You were too kind, even at the end, at the the amount of blame that you took for this friendship coming to an end you took more than what was your share. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. And I want you now to sort of turn around and, and give yourself a hug and a pat on the back and say, I was the best person that I could have been. I couldn't have been any more generous, any better friend, any anything better than what I was. And you did that and you did it because you truly did value that friendship. I want you to be able to, to, to let this go now and move forward because you, you deserve so much more and more is coming towards you, Clayton. That's where we're going to leave Clayton now. We've come to the end of the show again. It's always interesting how quickly time flies when you're having so much fun and, and working with people from around the world, which is always our honour here at A1R Psychic Radio, to be able to help people over all the different shows that happen during the week and everybody has a different way of working and a different way of giving an answer and helping people 
right around the globe. This week, I want to leave you with a, an old song, but a very beautiful song. And when you go back and listen to the words, and it's been covered by many people over the years, but the original version, I think, is still probably the best. And it's one of those ones that I pull out every now and then, and I listen to it, and it's and it's a song that always makes you stop and be thankful for where you are in your life at the moment. It's Simon and Garfunkel's Bridge Over Troubled Water. It's a beautiful old ballad. And why don't you, you know, put that on your, however you get your music downloads these days. I'm old fashioned. I like mine on the turntable. I like to get my vinyls out and put them on and I'm old fashioned I like to get my cassettes out of the drawer too so I know that's showing my age but whichever way you get your music these days delivered Simon and Garfunkel and Bridge Over Troubled Water until next week bye for now mm -hmm.